We had a pretty in-depth conversation this morning. Joe's wife teaches CCD, and she has had issues and is having issues with teaching the truth at a church, a parish right now. I taught RCIA in a parish in Bergen County, New Jersey. I won't mention the name of it. I was asked to leave, and I taught it straight from the catechism. I am a policy guy. I work in a legal capacity. I'm going to read you what the catechism says, just so we're clear, and I am sure that Father Martin knows what the catechism says. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, 1131. This is the catechism that was published by John Paul II in 1994. It says, the Catholic Church does not recognize legal arrangements between sex, same-sex couples as marriage. Marriage, according to the Catholic Church, is a sacred covenant between a man and a woman for life, established for the procreation of children and the good of the couple. The Church teaches that marriage between Christians is a sacrament, which is defined as the efficacious sign of grace instituted by Christ and entrusted to the Church, by which divine life is dispensed to us. The Catholic Church moreover teaches that homosexual acts are acts of grave depravity and intrinsically disordered because they are contrary to the natural law in that they choose and, and that they close the sexual act to the gift of life. The Church also teaches that same-sex attraction is objectively disordered because it is contrary to God's design for human sexuality. What is the problem? You see, I say this time and time again. The Catholic Church is painting by numbers. We had this long discussion this morning, my wife, Joe's wife, and, and Joe. This is what we talk about because we're crazy Italian people. And we're screaming and yelling and going nuts. That's why everybody <laughs> loves us. Out, out, <laughs> that, that's out, what out, we're doing. You're neck of the woods. But anyway, we're, we're talking about this this morning. It's painting by numbers. Now, if you disagree with this, Father Martin, because clearly, by the way, you, con you, con you conduct yourself and how you say things, which you said to the university presence, it seems like you disagree with this. Who gives you the authority? Right. You see, it comes down to this. Why am I Catholic? I am Catholic because I believe the God-man, Jesus Christ, rose from the dead, and he established one church. And I know one thing, I am not God. I will die. And I listen to the man who rose from the dead. When someone else raises themselves from the dead, I will listen to you. Until then, I know of one person that did. I know of one person that started a church, and I'm listening to it. And if it says this, I'm listening to it, but and he has no authority. But he had, but he has no authority. But then that would, and he knows that, and that would suggest that you know he smacks of a lot of pride, okay? And pride goeth before the fall, all right, as it as it was written, okay? Because he thinks in his own narcissism, in his own ego, that he can actually change church teaching. He thinks that if he gets enough people to listen to him, church teaching will change. i got to break it to you, Father Martin. As Joe said, Jesus Christ said, Thou art Peter. Upon this rock I will build my church. Peter has the authority. That goes back 2,000 years, and so did his successors. You know what that means, Father Martin? You don't have the authority, nor do I. And I but I'm not going for church teaching to change. And I always say this to people like Protestants. God love you. As people, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, you're our brothers in Christ. You don't have the fullness of the faith. Catholic Church does. But I always say this. What authority do you have? 
Any time you get into a discussion with a Protestant, that's what you say. Even to some Catholics, by the way. Right. What authority? You have no authority. People think too highly of themselves. It's easy for me not to think highly of myself. To be honest with you, I'm just a regular guy. My father was a barber. My mother was a secretary. I grew up in a blue-collar place. I'm a blue-collar guy, and I'm struggling to, to t take care of my family. It's easy for me to know that I'm not some hot shot, because I'm not. Who gives you authority? I listen to Jesus Christ. I listen to his church. If his church says it, so be it, because it's the vehicle that's going to get you to heaven. Well, well see, that's the point we have to drive home. Stop listening or anybody out there but st and tell other people, don't, don't let the Father Martins of the world fool you. He is not the Catholic Church. He does not speak for the Catholic Church. He is speaking things that are, uh, that are of his own making. It's in his own mind. These are things, I just wish God was this way rather than being that way. Notice, he actually made a statement too. Um, he said that uh, God loves you. This he was addressing LGBTQRSTV people, all right? Uh, God loves you and the church is learning to love you. Now, I'm not a violent person. I'm just not. I'm angry, but I'm not violent, okay? That's the type of statement that makes me want to punch him in the face. I would never do that. Okay, if I ever saw him face to face, but that's the type of thing that gets me really, really angry. The church is learning to love you. Are they learning to love me too, Father Martin? I got a lot of sins. Okay, I don't hide from the fact that I struggle with sin each and every day of my life. I don't justify it. I don't promote those sins to other people. I don't tell other people, hey, come on, come on, do what I'm doing. I go to confession. I ask for God for his grace to change. You want to talk about accompaniment. You know, their, their big line is always Christ meets you where you are. Right, but that's a half-truth. Christ does meet you where you are, okay? He reaches down into the muck and the, and, the, and, the, and the dirt and the dung to pull you out of there. Absolutely, but you still have to change. He calls All you right? to conversion. Calls you to conversion. His first words in the gospel, Father Martin, I shouldn't have to tell you this, are repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. His first word is repent. Maybe you want to go look that up or get the Greek translation. It means change. Change is what you have to do. And you deny that anybody who's suffering from, from same-sex attraction needs to change. You confirm them in their sin. Who hates them, Father Martin? Joe and Joe or you? Because guess what? Joe and Joe don't lie to them, but you do. And you know what you're saying is a lie. You know it goes against church teaching, church tradition, magisterial teaching of the church, and scripture. You know this, yet you continue obstinately to do it, and at the same time, you attack people like us. You attack anybody who would argue with you. And the thing is, a couple of jamokes like us from North Jersey, we don't have to have gone to the Gregorian. We Joe says it all the time, we did not. We don't have your education, but yet we have the gift of faith, and we have God's grace. And one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, or two of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, are wisdom and knowledge. And because of those gifts, we can see right through your lies, like a, like a light cutting through the darkness. We see through your lies, and you can't stand it. And also, Joe touched on something that's very important, pride. My father, who was a very humble man, he's very sick, so please pray for him right now. Um, he always used to tell me when I was a little boy, Joe, you always listen to the Pope. I swear, he used to say that. Mm -hmm. And he always did. 
You know, it's simple people who are obedient. I always think this when I pray the rosary, the presentation, it's the fourth mystery, the fourth joyful mystery. It's the mystery of the simple people. Who was in the church? The virtue is obedience. When I would pray that with the missionaries of charity, when I was more involved with them, when I was single, that's the virtue. When they pray the rosary, they say the presentation for obedience. There, you're gonna, you'd be hard pressed to find an order that is more obedient than the missionaries of mm-hmm. charity, by the way. And I think of when I pray that, 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 that uh, the joyful mysteries on Monday, as well as on Saturday, I think of that mystery. It's the mystery of the simple people. Who was in the church? Simeon. Simeon. Anna. Anna. They were simple. Anna was a, she was a widow. Uh, she, she was a, a widow. She widow. was, I think, married seven years. Her, her husband died, and she spent the rest of her, of her time in prayer and fasting in the church. And then Simeon, he was just a regular guy who was in the church day and night. He prayed. Who came in? Mary and Joseph. Simple people. Simple blue-collar people, by the way. No one outside of Jesus Christ is holier than Joseph and Mary. No one. Joseph didn't say a word in the Bible. Man of action. Simple people. And they saw the glory of God. You see, our faith, I don't care who you are listening to this. I don't care where you went to school. I don't care. I don't care where you live. Don't care about your meetings at the Ritz Carlton. And by the way, Jesus doesn't either. It was the simple people who were obedient. Who was more obedient than Mary? She could have been like, listen, I'm the mother of God. I'm not presenting my kid to this temple. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Why do I got to go see the rabbi? I don't want to. I'm not going. I don't want to. I got to go present. Listen, I know exactly what's going on. The angel gave me the whole story. Just like Joe said, obedience. But she was obedient. So what are we to do? We're to be obedient people. That's a bad word nowadays.